Danny right in front of me is a beautiful whiskey glass with some Woodenville 100% rye whiskey. How do you feel about that? I feel like it's a, it's a Tuesday afternoon. You've been working from home. I just finished a speed chess championship commentary sesh. So I also have, we call it an office whisk. Mm, yes. You say, hey, you want to whisk, whisk the, afternoon, the afternoon away? And then we whisk it away. Um, but actually right in front of me is not that. Right in front of me is a trailer with a button ready to press play. Have you seen the new Captain Marvel trailer? No, what? Exactly. Do we want to watch it and go down that beautiful Marvel um, rabbit hole that, that can then possibly take over the podcast? Or do we do we save this and drop a spoiler that next week's episode will have Danny and Motz's breakdown of Captain Marvel? Here's what we're going to do, everyone. We are going to yep. save it till the end of the episode, and then we'll have a special spoiler-filled breakdown of this trailer which is not a, tr a spoiler because you can just watch the trailer yourself but let's <laughs> hold it till the end we'll do a break. I mean, spo spoilers fun? are literally designed to be trailers but trailers that i mean trailers are designed to be spoilers but spoilers that leave you hanging yes um yeah i so. I, I went to youtube.com and it is literally the first video it's like you I'm need sure to watch this yeah yeah uh, it's almost like it knows that we just mentioned the trailer in this podcast i i don't i don't believe that they're not listening oh google's always listening in fact google's i have a google listening. i have a google home right here and you know yeah. google's listening so yeah google's listening yeah. well uh. i don't even know where else to go i uh, i just watched the trailer uh we're gonna break it down at the end of this episode i'm pretty excited for this whole as i said this whole generational journey of yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe to come to an end, just because I want my life back. I want to move on. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you this know? will be the end? This is it? I think I think that Captain Marvel and the Avengers Infinity War saga, like mm. unless there's some very, very obvious and clear needed tie-in based on this particular set of characters, but based on what I'm understanding about what they plan to do with the, the Avengers 4, if you want to call it that, is it enough of the main characters are still going to die off or that there will be enough of a very, very clear resolution to this fight that's been building up between Earth's greatest defenders and Thanos? I'm hoping I get to move on. And then if they want to redo Spider-Man from now until Kingdom Come to each his own, I may or may not see it, you know, with my boys or not. But I want my I want my wallet and my life back. That's what I yeah. want. Yeah, I agree. I want I want to be able to go to the movie theater and have not a Marvel movie playing. That's what I would mm -hmm. like. Uh, well, let me tell you what I've been doing recently, Danny, okay. and some things I would like to propose to you and our viewers. So I've recently gotten back into this little thing called Twitch. Have you heard about the small mom and pop shop? Okay, so funny you just said that about the small mom and pop. And I know I always interrupt your stories, but it's happening again. Here's what yeah. happened at the meetup in Jamaica after we recorded our podcast. So it wasn't something I held back. Mm. It um, On the day of our company picture, which was funny because somebody tweeted our company picture and we've got so many people now crammed in that we use this droid to fly above the entire chess.com team and take like oh, an cool. aerial shot, right? Mm -hmm. uh, which was kind of cool. And also super annoying because it was super hot. Um, but I was wearing my Twitch partner shirt and somebody on on Twitter who obviously understands that we use Twitch and they're, you know, okay, they're like the biggest 
you know, I, I, read, I think I read something that said more transactions happen on Twitch every day than like any other site. Now, that doesn't mean more money spent because people are like, no, people spend more money on Amazon and this or that. But if you consider bits and all these thousands and thousands of transactions that are taking place between the community and the streamers. Anyway, so Twitch is big, right? And somebody goes at the meetup, somebody in our team working for our company sees the shirt and goes, oh, Twitch, like, what's that? Mm. Is, are they like, I said, well, they're, they're a place where we stream our shows. It is a developer. And he's like, oh, is it like a, is that like a big, a big company? Or is it like, like, what do they do? I said, well, people go there to watch video games. And he goes, oh, so why would they go to the watch chess? I'm like, well, because we stream chess there. Oh, cool. So maybe, <laughs> maybe if their site grows, then we'll grow too. I'm like, yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah. If that Twitch thing so is really big. That was maybe. an actual conversation. That's good. Go that's good. It's like maybe if Twitch grows a little bit, then perhaps yeah. chess.com can get out, you know, yeah. and go to bigger, more more luxurious yeah, venues. Be, than be, better places than Twitch for sure. I mean, because we've already grown so, so much so far past them. How was Jamaica? <laughs> it was great. It was great. It, it was a it was probably the best company meetup we've had. Honestly, all things considered, it was much more structured. We went out of our way to make sure that um, the kind of the key sort of management team, like all, all had sort of a, a keynote, which we've never really done, um, coming at things from different angles of, um, of what the company's doing and what our goals are. And, you know, we got a lot of good feedback. I think, I think the resort was the perfect amount of intimate where we basically take over these resorts when we go somewhere in the Caribbean, there's a hundred of us. Right. And, but you don't want to be so far spread out that it feels like everyone's in their own world. Right. Um, we went to a resort in Cancun that felt that way. Um, so it was good. People bump into each other, which leads to natural and organic kind of hangout sessions. And, you know, we've, you've got our Serbian team hanging out, you know, every night until the bar closes. <laughs> you've got, <laughs> you've got uh, you know, different teams just spending time together and, and it's great. So, yeah, I, I, I see a very eclectic group of people, lots of different shirts, lots of different attire. There seems to be a bunch of people wearing a very similar shirt, though. Is this a is this a yes. thing? What is this thing? It's like a black well, so shirt every, with a um, gold. Yeah, every year we have a we have a, a company. So you're looking at the tweet right now, I assume. Yes. Um. Um. Every every year we have a a company meetup shirt, right? That you can only get at the meetup. Um. And we actually go out of our way to make sure we get the. What's that company that everyone makes their shirts out of now? The next gen. Uh. Really so good shirts. Yeah. There's so many. It's it's a really nice, really nice high how high quality shirt. And, um, and so most people are wearing that. Hmm. Okay. Nice. Well, let me tell you about my Twitch stuff. Now that you've interrupted. Okay. Interrupted yeah, now that I totally interrupted you, we already <sighs> handled the meetup. So you're welcome. We've knocked several things off of the podcast and, uh, people, to be honest with you, were maybe, maybe really curious about Jamaica. So I'm really glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just sent you, <laughs> I just sent you my path to affiliate, by the way. So I've been, I, I started to look at this young gentleman, Daniel Wrench, who plays uh -huh. and commentates on chess.com. And I was like, hmm, he seems to have a lot of people that that follow him and subscribe and do these things. I was like, maybe if I could aspire to be at the level of this Daniel Wrench one day. So I I have now, you know, have this super fast, great internet uh, here, a whole five megabit upload. So I'm like, I know that hey, it'll be perfect for Twitch. That's That's blazing blazing fast yeah um real excited so i did some tests and i'm, I'm streaming smooth at 720p 30 frames per second i love um, it 
into the Twitch Twitchosphere, and I've been streaming for the last three days. I don't know if you know, but I've been live coding, live gaming, and I even have guests on. This happened. So I was thinking that maybe, Danny, I don't know, because I'm trying to get to, you know, affiliate partner status, which is not easy, okay. by the way. Right. Um, maybe if sometimes we should, we should, and I want to hear from our listeners, we could Twitch stream this live, hey, us recording. First of all, first of all, for sure, we can and should do that. I would, I would bet our listeners would like that. Um, maybe, maybe not all the time. Like we could even do like once a month or something or, once you know, when it works conveniently with both of us or even like once every five years, yeah. something like that. One of those time frames, once a month, once every five years. Um, and, but also I, I thought where that was going is you were going to say you could stream chess because you know, if your channel streamed you maybe in your warm up before you code going through your daily chess games or something, all I need in order to be able to, I don't want to use the term take advantage or let's say leverage the relationship that chess.com has established with Twitch to help you along that path of affiliate and partner. All I need is a little bit of chess, baby. A little mm. bit of chess goes a long way for this guy. So chess night. So, cause my stream is going to be multi. Here's what I, a lot of people focus on one thing. Okay. They're like, I love Fortnite, right? So people will okay. be playing Fortnite. I can't play Fortnite cause one, I'm not good at it. And there's about a billion people Fortniteing, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been playing, I've been coding, which has gone really well. I sent you some of my sweet stats. Um, where, where, where are, where is this? What you have sent me? I in Twitter? I sh- no, I, in I shall not text see message. These stats. In oh, text. Oh, text message. I don't have my phone on when we're doing stuff because I'm so focused on you. That's true, and yeah, that's why um, I told you that. Path there, but. to now, I see. Yeah, I see your followers. Oh, I see your good. your eight hours. I love this. I love where you're going right now. It's heading in a good direction. So. Yep. I want to have a very multifaceted Twitch stream. So I'm going to have like guests on. I'm going to do coding. I'm going to do gaming. Chess could be part of that. It could be I'm terrible at chess. Come make fun of me. But no, that's how a lot of first of all, I don't know if you've seen the majority of the streamers within the chess.com and Twitch partner streamer program. I know that's a mouthful. We're working on an acronym. Um, But the the majority of them are uh, not very much beyond your level. Some okay. might even be below your level. And the, mm. what they're sharing is their experience, their struggles, their thought process and hanging out with the community. And I, okay, obviously, again, forget, forget, you know, the joke aside or, or motivations aside to have more people stream chess. Obviously, we know that's part of what my goal is. I think that it's, it's really not a bad idea to do multiple things because you want people to come to your Twitch channel for you. Mm. And, and sometimes in some ways to be surprised by whatever they're getting from Mots that day. Yeah. Whether it's code, whether it's chess, whether it's four player chess, whether it's a podcast with me and you that transitions into whatever we might do if we if we had a couple hours of of hanging out on a Twitch show. So, um, you know, that's why people follow the channel. That's one of the things that makes Twitch much more about the community and the event than the content, whereas YouTube is really the biggest content consumption platform that we've ever seen in the universe. And people are really once they're searching for things on YouTube, that's kind of what YouTube's all about is delivering content that they've decided is going to make you happy based on what they think they know about you, right? Whereas Twitch is really about the connection between the viewers and the streamer and whatever it is they just happen to do while they're on camera. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. How does that work, by the way? So is it, is it that, let's say you have a bunch of, so I'm interested in your entire chess streaming because it's a newer thing and people may be interested. We do talk tech. This is our tech talk, tech and chess talk. Wow. 
cross collaboration. Yeah. Uh, so is it, you know, Twitch is interesting because Twitch has like, you're playing a game and that would be chess and there's also groups and then teams. So, so is it that like chess.com restreams if you're playing chess and you're like in the chess.com community? How does that, how does that work? And the team? Well, cause let's say I'm playing games. You, you, you don't want to, you don't want to be like streaming my games, right? Um, no, you can. That's actually a really good question. I'm actually curious because there are they've updated teams. Sorry, you just got my brain spinning. Usually, I know the answers to your Twitch and chess questions, <laughs> but um, the the team. Okay, so in in theory, yes, the team thing is that you create a team. So team chess, team chess.com, whatever, right? And if a streamer is within your team, the default is that if and when you are not live, you, your channel might host in some way or help promote. Um, viewers to other people on your team, right? But you have a lot of micromanagement control. You don't have to auto-host people. You don't have to host them just because they're on your team. I'm pretty sure you can set up the criteria so that they have to be on your team and listed in your host order. Like, you know, it's, you know, if, if you put somebody above them in the order, um, then that other person would go first, right? But let's say that it's it's for them to go. I think you can also manage that they have to be streaming the game you specify. Uh. Um which I'm the reason I start with stuttering on that is because um, I'm actually not sure of that. And you you just literally brought up something I want to make sure I'm asking my team, because I believe there's a way to manage your team in such a way that James Montemagno could be on the chess.com team. But we would only cover you if you set your category, uh, the, what you're streaming to be chess. So if you were streaming code or IRL or Fortnite or whatever, we wouldn't host you. Ah, got it. That's kind of the idea, I believe. But again, I, I, the teams is, is something I'm not really a huge expert on. Hmm. I like it. I'm, 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 I pretty much don't know anything. That's what I've learned so far is I, I feel like I thought I knew about Twitch and then I didn't know anything about Twitch. And you, you can see that I've sparked, I've sparked Danny's curiosity. He's a little I, I just, curiosity just, cat. He has I to get it if you heard that, heard the little typey types. Oh yeah. But my, my tippy types. Now. At the same time, I want to follow up on something else now that we've gotten our twitch.tv conversation out of the way. I want to know if you have had the team implement the en passant pop-up notification that says, what just happened? There is literally a ticket. <gasps> it has been specced out. There are visuals that have been created by our design team. So we have it in place and the text has been approved by product and I guess call it biz dev. So that's, and it's from a chess company perspective, I am the biz dev. Cause it just means I'm kind of like, you know, thinking from a chess angle and business angle, but it's like, Hey, like what is our business? Our business is chess, right? Yep. So it's been specced yep. out by people who know how to talk chess, by people who know a lot more than I do about making smart decisions. You know, we call those people product people. Um, and, uh, and it's ready to go as far as when that jumps out. I, I don't know exactly, but it, it will happen. I don't know if you saw the, uh, here, hold on. I have to share this with you. I'm so, uh, I'm, I'm in awe over here. I'm, I'm literally blown away. This is going to be my first official feature yeah. implemented on chess.com. I, I think, I think I told you or showed you this after we talked about it. I at least mentioned the article that Eric did. And if you go there now, the link I just gave you in the show notes here. Um, and of course all of our listeners can check on it. You'll see that I embedded our episode, uh, and suggested, Whoa the minute mark for people to go to and check out our conversation. But this is, if, if you haven't read this, come back to it after the show and actually take your time going through it. Cause this is this, this blog article is literally everything that happened to you. And it's really, really funny to hear some of the stories. 
especially if you read it from the perspective of someone who now knows what it is and you hear the descriptions of of how people wrote into support and described it. Just the first one. In my game, I moved my pawn to h4 and somehow his pawn from g4 managed to kill it and jump to h3. Smells suspiciously like hacking. <laughs> right? These are all real messages from real members on our site. Everything you read, it's really great. I'm gonna do the next one, Riley, ready? Yeah. During my last game, I moved the pawn forward, double space. Double space. Which places it beyond the enemy's pawn reach. But his pawn illegally cheated and killed my pawn. Hit replay and you will be able to see the move wasn't legal and caused my king to be threatened. As a consequence, I withdrew from the game. I'm not going to be playing if the opponent is allowed to cheat. Fix the game so it doesn't happen again. (laughs) How great is that, right? That's good. Oh, and they they get better and better and better. And, um... And Eric wrote this with no intention of of uh, hurting anybody's feelings. Obviously, there's a little bit of trolling going on, but <laughs> if you know what's going on, then you then this is really chess comedy. This is chess comedy, you know, just to see the different creative ways people come up with how they're being conspired against, or how Chess.com is refusing to stop cheaters, and all this crazy stuff, right? And imagine reading this if you agree with these people and you you actually think like, yeah, like what's going on here, right? So. It's so good. Well, I'm glad that my my feature has gone in. I am now an official product manager over there yep. at chess.com. You're, you're, you're already ahead of me in the company. Like I said, there's yep. in a chess company, biz dev people are really low because it means they have some chess background and the product people are smart. You're a smart guy. I try to be. I try to really just make sure that I, I look out for the people. I fight for the users. It's a little Tron, <laughs> Tron, Tron, Tron reference there. Uh, you do. You fight for the users. You fight for the uh, the people. Isn't that a isn't that a Go Player seventy seven reference? Ready no. Player um, seventy nine. No, it's a Tron reference. I, I oh, always okay. so I I walk around the apartment here and I walk around like on an average on an average Tuesday, just a normal Tuesday. I'll say something and Heather will say something back and forth, and they're like, "Well, you know me, I fight for the user." Right, and it just it literally. <laughs> just no no heather and i have watched tron both tron and tron legacy like together and i've I forced her through the the chaos of what tron and tron legacy could be because i love i simply love tron and tron Legacy. i think they're great great right. movies and um she's not amused not amused yeah so i fight for the user um so yeah no that that's me that's me in a nutshell i love it well mm. wh- where are we going with this podcast this has been I'm having a great time. This is what happens when we invite a little bit of office whisk into the program. I mean, I opened the door with Captain Marvel, got shut down. You pivoted like a genius. That's why you should be hosting TV or radio somewhere. You've got this like, you know, way to just kind of navigate through a conversation where in the end, I feel like you took me exactly where you wanted to take me. And it was Mm. both against my will and exactly what I wanted at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't know what i didn't want and then i had it, and it was yeah amazing. exactly exactly that's how i feel on our podcast so you just tell me what are we talking about next well talking about twitch streaming and coffee and everything that we love in life oh uh, i have a i have a i have a coffee story you just you just jog my memory but okay you keep going and then we'll come back to me when so you what, say if if go ahead just danny people want to hear from you they don't want to hear me let's be honest if not true at all if. say if what you will if um, yes. The yeah. So it's it's not a happy story. I mean, okay, it it's 
it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's not the best coffee story ever, but it was a first experience I had. Okay, Ooh. so I have to share all my first experiences here. Um, and uh, I had my first experience of not really liking the flavor I got from Blue Bottle. <gasps> Ooh, that is an interesting Which, experience. That is but a this is interesting it's, it's such day. a great thing, right? Because what does it say? It, let's let's read between the lines here, all of yeah. us together in this. Stay with me, people. The first of all, what that implies is is a is a truly amazing like coming of age because it means I care enough and have enough experience with super high quality coffee that I can actually flip and know the difference. Mm-hmm. Of when something wasn't that great, right? Like who would have thought 18 months ago, Papa Cheese over here, bumming, blumming blue bottle beans off of Luke Carey's whenever he has a chance, you know, pretending to aspire to be the coffee snob that James is. And now I'm here and I had a blue bottle and I'm, I'm not even going to say the specific roast it was, even though I remember it because I made a note of it because I don't want to like talk bad about any specific area, whatever, but I just, I didn't like it. I thought it was like really dry and I thought it was, I didn't, I didn't like the flavor and I just didn't enjoy it. Wow. What was it about? Can you, can you describe the, the, the emotions and the flavor profile that hit your palate? Well, it took like four or five like grinds and cups in the morning for me to figure out that I might be right. I kept being like, what did I like not grind the beans enough? This is a little weird. Then I'm like, maybe I'm you know, maybe I'm pouring too fast in the December dripper. Maybe I need to let it bloom longer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all the things you go through when you're experiencing a blue bottle midlife crisis, right? Yeah, your, it's mind, can't, not, your mind can't understand. It can't be me, it's everybody else, right? Yeah, yeah. It's everything else. And in the end, I was like, you know what? This is just not very good. So I did what everyone does when they have something in their life they don't like. They bring people in and try to pass it off to them. <laughs> So, so what I did was I invited everybody over for coffee because these these friends of mine don't know the difference. Um, Kathy, our wonderful mother-in-law for me, um, was over, and I encouraged her to have an afternoon cup of coffee because she's so used to Starbucks, right? And mm-hmm. there was nothing wrong with it. Like, it was clearly drinkable, right? I just – and it could just be me. Like, maybe I just wasn't digging it. Maybe I just didn't like it. Who knows, right? But long story short – I did everything I could to push this blue bottle off on those that I love, but not, but I don't love enough for me to suffer through it. <laughs> so that's what I did. I feel so excited about this experience I'm sharing. There becomes a point in time in your life where you've, you've hit this because your mind has, what has happened here? Let me break it down. Is that your, your mind is in this state where you have go into your blue bottle coffee experience or any coffee experience with expectations, like with your mind is now has this expectation of what you believe is going to hit your palate and that you are going to consume. So when you start to grind and you're in a process, right? So you're, you're not only just grinding the beans, you're making the coffee, doing the thing. So you have this clear set path, which for months has been the best experience of your entire life. You're just been like, wow, pure great. I'm like, my brain is hardwired in with an expectation. Like, it's going to be great. You're like, how can this go possibly wrong? So then when you take the sip and you go, hmm, your brain is just confused. Your brain doesn't know what to do at this point. It is it is in a whole other spectrum of activity. This is different than when, let's say, you go to Starbucks or you go to some, you know, at a hotel and you go in to, they have those huge 18-gallon, you know, 
things of coffee that have just been abused, yeah. just abused, yeah, yeah, those yeah. poor beans. Right. Your mind well, is already like talking about Keurig, right? I mean, uh, the, the amount of beans that have been abused, right? Anyway, go ahead. Abused. Oh, you, you put you t- you you don't even have to put the pod in the thing yet, or even take a sip. Well, you're even you're digging deep in that drawer. You're like, oh, let me go find that. So I don't even I can't grind. Where's that Keurig? You get that Keurig, you know, pod, and then you t- you don't even have to touch it yet. You're just looking at it. You're like, oh, this is gonna be a bad. Your mind is like, this is gonna be terrible. And then you take it out, right, and you put it in. But the entire time, your you your expectations are so low at this point. They're the lowest that you've ever been, ever. You're just you're, you right. can't about even know. anything. And then you take a sip, and if it's marginally better than Thor two, then right. boom, you're good. <laughs> then exactly, and no, you're right. It's amazing how expectations change the game, right? When you have to have your Keurig or your everything you just described, right? You know what you're getting into, and you're you're ready for set experience. But but go back, yeah. So what does it mean when something that you believe to be perfect, right? It was. It, it was, you know, untouchable. It's like the, the first time you realize your parents aren't omnipotent, like as a child. This I may I must have just gone through a very similar spiritual experience that a child does when they first realize their parents aren't perfect. That's what I just went through, basically. That's, you know. This basically means that you've reached about a level 2400. <laughs> okay. So I'm not a grandmaster yet. What I just did was I earned like an, an international master norm. Yeah. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm moving up, but I'm not. A, I'm not a grandmaster yet. That's correct. Yeah. And and I would say I'm not even a grandmaster yet because I'm. I slowly try to to move up, and as I expand my repertoire of coffee, there's those grandmasters out there. I don't even know if I want to become a grandmaster of coffee to be honest no. with you, because these are the grand maybe super GMs. Okay, that they're going to the cuppings. They're like wine, like you know the wine people that they sip the wine then they spit it out. I don't want to spit it. Right. I want to drink the coffee. I want to drink the wine. Right. I came to drink. No, you don't want to be that. There's a certain level of, we know ignorance is bliss. And so we, that's why we don't judge people that really love and think Starbucks is the greatest coffee ever, because you have to, and you almost envy them, yeah. right? <laughs> the ignorance, it leads to blissful blissfulness. And like, we have just enough knowledge to know how unhappy we used to be, right? But not so much knowledge that we, get, you know, you come full circle. Nothing in the universe is completely linear. It all comes full, full circle. So we don't want to get so miserable where then all of a sudden now we're causing our own misery once again by our knowledge. Yep. Yep. There this it is. is. This is an existential conversation right here. It truly is. It truly is. It's a coming of age tale to you yep. at the same time. It's uh, <laughs> it's all the things that make us us, Danny. Yeah. That's just yeah. ridiculous. What are we doing? So Oh, I'll tell you what's ridiculous. Are we ready? Are you ready to see Captain Marvel? Come on, I want you to watch it. Okay, okay. So here's what we're going to do. Okay, we're at the you tw- go watch it, and I'm going to watch it again while you're watching it. All right, so we're, we're going to finish the episode. We're going to thank everybody. If you want to stick around for Marvel trailer explosion, then stay tuned after the break, and we'll come right back. All right, people, and we're back. And I just watched the trailer. And, um, okay. So the first thing that I have to say here, Danny, uh, is my recollection of our main man relationship. Oh, no. sorry, you no. were going different direction. Of okay, our main man Samuel L. Jackson, Nick okay. Fury, Samuel L. J. Samuel L. J. SLJ, if you will. 
SLJ. AKA Nick Fury. AKA Shield. He looks very young in this in this movie. So my assumption here is that this movie takes place very early on. So I'm already yeah. I'm already set because they they land in a blockbuster. Favorite part so far is that when she gets yeah. up, there's a sign that is the action sign for action movies that's pointing to her. That's probably my yeah. favorite thing so far. Little little things. Yeah. Uh, I remember a blockbuster video. Gosh, that is a whole other podcast waiting to happen. Yeah. Let's let's okay. Let's not go down that rabbit hole, Danny. Hold back. Hold back. You know, there's still one in Portland, like Oregon. You can go. You can really? go to the last, the last blockbuster in America. I just gonna, I hope they stay strong. Stay I strong. Just, you stay know, strong I love them without knowing them. Yeah. Uh, I'll send you a video later about this. Um, okay, so. Um, I don't know how I feel. I, I don't know. I'm confused. I'm I'm in a I'm a, I'm in a state of reflecting, and I don't really know what's happening. You know, when we talked about what had happened after Avengers, we I thought maybe not we. I don't want to talk for you. I thought that perhaps Captain Marvel was going to come in and just save everything and clear everything up, and and everything would be back to its normal state, because especially after seeing. Wasp versus Ant-Man in that epic battle, there was spoiler alert at the very end. They cross over into the same universe and same timeline as Avengers, which is terrible and, and terrifying. And and poor right. Paul Rudd, poor Paul Rudd. Ugh, can't poor catch Paul a break. Rudd. Can't catch P. a break. P. Rudd. So I'm confused. I have no, I don't understand what's happening. Can you fill me well, in on what I, I'm missing? I'm enjoying listening. Okay. I'm listening to you. And like any good therapist, I'm. I want you to finish your thoughts and feelings. When you want answers to your questions, that's when I'm here. Okay. So when you're ready. So when when and how <laughs> does this take place? So uh, apparently what this is, and again, I like I said, this is why I want my life back and why I want uh, my wallet back and all that stuff. Because I spent a little bit too much time catching up on the old research. But this is a prequel. Captain Marvel is a prequel. Um, and this is the origin story of how Captain Marvel came to be. And she will be joining the fight in Avengers 4, whatever it's called, however that looks. And, mm. you know, it's very strange because it's like Thanos is this incredible god. And now he's a god with the with the, the Infinity Gauntlet, right? Like all these stones and stuff, right? Like, dude, how can you stop this, right? Yeah. But apparently Captain Marvel is a part of this, like really kind of old, like amazing species from space. Well, apparently she was human and then she got this powers and then she went with them and they're like an awesomely powerful ancient sort of like peeps that are around and a lot of them were wiped out. Apparently it's where Ronan was from, the bad guy from Cap uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. So they're like this. Remember how Ronan just like kills that guy in Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. He was supposed to be this guy that Loki was afraid of. Yep. So yep, yep, yep. I think if you're ranking gods, right? Look at Thor. Thor's a god of thunder. Then you got Loki, who's this like, you know, like really, really powerful ice giant. Then you've got, um, and there, you know, Loki was afraid of this like Skeletor god. And then Ronan just like kills that god. So then if Ronan is a part of like super powerful stuff and Captain Marvel is somehow along those lines in terms of the power she got, like she's also a pretty powerful dude, even if Ronan was going to take um, take orders from Thanos, but in the end, like, you know, 
Ronan was strong enough to control an infinity stone, at least enough to like kind of embrace it and what he, what he ended up doing to himself in Guardians of the Galaxy. So long story short, this is a prequel. That's why you see Samuel L. Jackson looking so young, hence the blockbuster. It is supposed to catch us up to, here's what matters. Where has Captain Marvel been? If she's this most amazing potential Avenger of all, and the only one with these like, basically space powers on the level of Thor. Remember Thor, of course, was busy during the whole Avengers, which is what allowed Thanos to do what he did, only shows up at the very end to watch everybody get, you know, disappeared into the universe, right? But if Thor and like Captain Marvel are on the level of strength that at least they could kind of like, kind of like give Thanos a little bit of a battle, where has she been? And if where has she been gets answered, like how did she get there and why and all this stuff, right? So I think I think it's going to answer a lot of those questions and hopefully set the stage for how Captain Marvel is now going to be back involved and and like okay now there's a big enough fight for her to come back and help Earth out with that before it kind of wasn't her jam, but now it's worthy of her jam. And so she did that make any sense? So she wasn't here, then she was here, then she left, and now she's got to come back. Kinda, kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. There you go. There you go. Yeah, basically, that's the movie. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And now, Avengers Four is going to come out after this movie, correct? Right, like not long after. Like, whatever they're going to like finish this one with, it's not going to be long before um, before Avengers comes out. And I think that's because there's going to be enough awesome sauce going on that they want to get right to it. Yeah. They don't want to mess around. They need to get because everyone will forget. We got short attention spans. So yeah. you got to get right to it. In, this is in, intriguing because that was the first thing is when she lands and the Nick Fury is there. I'm like, what is the timeline here? And this makes some logical sense. They have to introduce the character, the character's backstory before you introduce it into the modern day. Right? That's the same with Ant-Man versus Wasp, right? You can didn't know about the Ant-Man. Yeah, they, they're all getting backstories. We all did. I mean. Ever since Lost started, Jack and Kate, you know, should have gone back to the island. They screwed that up. You know, we've all been stuck in this massive backstory, basically. It, it comes back to to John Locke and Jack and Kate. Yeah. So except for maybe Hawkeye. I mean Hawkeye Hawkeye, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. I don't even know what's going on. But all right, you know. How do you feel about Hawkeye? Black Widow? Black Widow? How come Black Widow doesn't get exactly. her own movie? Yeah. No, I'm just How come she doesn't get her own? Was Where's that Black Widow spinoff movie we've been promised for 72 years? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? I'm ready. How did Hawkeye make the clearly great choice to master a bow and arrow instead of, I don't know, anything. a million other possible more <laughs> useful weapons? Literally so, anything. <laughs> anything else. So there you go. I mean, did he watch Lord of the Rings a whole bunch as a kid? Legolas, favorite character. Who knows, right? Was there more to Legolas and Aragorn's relationship than first met the eye? I don't know. These are questions. These are questions. These, these <laughs> okay, are legit. We have to stop now. I'm going way down the rabbit hole here. These are legitimate <gasps> oh, questions. Yeah. I just, I mean, everybody's thinking it. I'm just saying it. That's all. Yeah. I mean, you do you. You do you. And you do you. And uh, let's 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 actually discuss this opportunity for you to grow your Twitch channel in a more serious setting. Yeah. And um, and until then. No, I got to ask you one more question, Danny, before okay. you leave. Do you think that Hulk will ever get a great movie? Oh, my gosh. That is a great question. It's hard. It's a hard answer because you think about it and you're like, you can see the potential there that the Hulk could 
there's but but then you think of the track record and you think about all of anything and then you're like hmm, i don't i don't know maybe i'll let you think about that until next week how does that I, sound yeah sorry you just you sent me into a your week I mean, your week I think is the, destroyed the first the first one with edward norton was not bad mm-hmm. um and then of course you know mark ruffalo replaced him for, uh, okay wow thank you thank you for ruining the rest of my afternoon with that question mm, i'm sorry all right buddy i love you well you have a great great too. week i'll talk to you next week peace bye